What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Will Ford Show, episode 119. And we're going to do something a little bit different. This is typically a sports show, but I've got a friend coming on, Garrett Moore. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks so much for joining me. And this is just going to be an episode where we just talk about a lot of random stuff. This isn't going to be the typical sports show. Uh, It's going to talk about life, working out, dieting, snowboarding, because we both love to snowboard and whatever else we can fit in in between so what's up garrett how you doing buddy what's going on man i'm not doing that the the greatest i mean i have covid but we'll we'll get there so how how is covid going for you like how are you feeling how long have you had symptoms for so my experience with covid has been super strange because it seems like everyone's everyone's situation with covid is different so I started having symptoms Wednesday. Today's Sunday. And I just started feeling congested. And I didn't really think too much of it. I just thought I was starting to get a little bit of a cold. And then I got tested just to be safe. And that's when I realized that I had it. Because I got I got tested positive, which was unfortunate. But, I mean, other than that, it's really not that bad. I mean, my mom has it. And it seems to be worse for her. But other than that, it's really not that bad. So what kind of stuff have you tried like eating and like with your like loss, like the, okay, let me restart. What kind of stuff have you tried to eat? Like, cause you can't taste anything or like really smell anything. So like, have you thrown a bunch of different combinations together? Oh yeah. I forgot. I told you about that. Yeah. So I can't taste or smell anything, which is the strangest thing about it. So the other day I was, I woke up in the morning and I started cooking breakfast. I started cooking some eggs and I started frying up some eggs because I love fried eggs. And I ate them and I couldn't even taste them. I was so upset. They looked so delicious. <laughs> I snapped them. I took a pic of them. I snapped them to my friends. I was like, oh, God, these look delicious. Couldn't even taste them. And then my mom wakes up and she comes downstairs and she says it smells terrible in the house. I'm like, there's no way. I just cooked these beautiful eggs. <laughs> so I can't taste anything. And then I decided I'll run some experiments and I tried apple cider vinegar because usually that like just makes you pucker super bad, super yeah. sour, but it didn't even affect my tongue at all. It was just full like mouth and throat, no tongue, it's super strange. My, my sense of taste didn't really go away. I could still taste stuff, but I couldn't really hardly smell anything. And then like once I was starting to get better, I could... I had like a really weird smell in my nose. It was almost like vinegar where I think like the virus was like dying off, which I told you about, which was really weird. So I don't know if you're going to experience anything like that uh, once this kind of gets out of your system or not, but it was really weird. And that's like the only thing I could smell for like, I don't know, maybe the last day or two that I was like, quote unquote, sick. Well, did you get your, did you get your taste back within like a week? I mean, I never really lost it altogether. I could still taste stuff. It was, you know, stuff tasted blander, but I, I could still taste. Yes, no, see, I've completely lost taste and smell. So, like, I started making, um, I started marinating some chicken breast because I've been eating a lot of chicken breast and rice. And I'm marinating it in uh, Frank's Red Hot Sauce. And mm. I literally can't even smell it, can't even taste it. Yeah. It's super unfortunate. That's got that Frank's Red Hot's got a distinct smell to it. 
like you you can smell it from a mile away usually so it sucks you know when you can't smell that you know it's you got a problem and i i googled it i was looking at some different articles and it seems like it's usually like a month until i get my taste and smell back i can't wait that freaking long no it's i don't think it's that long because my my dad's taste went away and he was trying some weird stuff but he got his back within you know a week or so yeah hopefully it comes back soon because i'm tired of my coffee just running down my throat i want to taste that's it. true yeah that's true <laughs> does everything just kind of taste like water like whether it's just hot or cold or whatever you're drinking yeah pretty much it's just it's nothing like you just feel the temperature it's about it that's so weird, man. It is the strangest. Like, I mean, apple cider vinegar, I couldn't taste it, but you could still feel the acidity. So, right. I mean, that's what pretty much all I can do. Sucks. So, speaking of food, you and I have both been, uh, I guess, not necessarily dieting, dieting, like with some of these strict diets that you see on the internet, but we've been kind of kind of following our own plan so like what kind of you said you've been marinating some chicken and yeah. have some chicken and rice what other stuff you've been you've been cooking up i don't cook that much i've been trying to get into cooking one of my friends bought me this cool vegetarian book and i'm not vegetarian but i thought it'd be cool to try out some different stuff in it but i mainly just eat the same stuff when i diet i'm really strict and i don't throw in a whole lot of extra stuff because i just i like to keep it easy yeah chicken breast chicken breast rice uh greek yogurt granola and fruit like that is it i try to eat an apple a day because apples are amazing for you and they're delicious sometimes they get expensive that's all i do i I would really like to start incorporating some other stuff i really want to try like fish i think some different kinds of fish would be cool sushi would be cool but sushi is expensive it is I've never had sushi. Like steak. I wish I could eat more steak, but steak's expensive. Chicken's just so cheap to buy, so easy to make. I mean, it's hard to to go wrong with chicken. Yeah. I've been kind of doing a lot of the same stuff that you've been doing. Like, so I bought a, a workout plan uh, with the diet attached to it. And there's not really necessarily specific foods that you need to eat, but you just follow a calorie diet. So, like I try to eat within a 400 calorie deficit every day to burn fat. And people who know me know I'm not like I don't have a lot of fat or anything, but like to cut fat. And then when I'm putting on muscle while I'm working out, it'll allow for more definition. So I've been like having a lot of chicken like you every day to break my fast. Usually I'll have some eggs, like an egg wrap with some egg and cheese and some veggies thrown in there. That's what I usually have to break my fast every day. And then I've been getting a lot of supplements too, like some protein powder after, yeah. my, after my workouts, collagen powder. Um, my supplements are necessary, and I wish you would incorporate more stuff yeah. than protein powders because I take cinnamon. I mean, I take a shot of apple cider vinegar every day. I'm not sure what it does. I just know it's good for you, but apple cider vinegar is awesome. Cinnamon is awesome. Uh a multivitamin, I take one of those every day. And I also take uh, fish oil. Fish mm-hmm. oil is really good for you. You should really take, you should take some fish oil. It's great my for dad, 
my dad used to take a lot of he might still take it but i know he used to have a fish oil every day garlic uh, but yeah. what's that garlic you said yeah i've been incorporating a lot more fruits and veggies though like as like as a teenager and a young lad i'd ne- like i just never liked to eat fruits or vegetables i was always a big snack cookies and junk food kind of guy but i've right pretty much cut a lot of that stuff out occasionally like i'll have a couple cookies here and there or like a handful of chips but i've really for the most part like cut a lot of that out and i eat a lot more fruit i've been eating pretty much an apple a day or like every other day i'll have some other fruits like the other day i had a mango i'll have some pineapple uh i've been eating a lot more fruit i've been eating like way better and i feel way better too like i'm not bloated all the time um Sometimes if I have a couple cookies, though, I might get a little bloat um, and that doesn't feel too good. And I'm like, that's why I don't eat those anymore. But I've been eating better. Eating clean makes you feel so much better. Yeah. It's, it's in, I don't even know how to describe you. You just feel 10 times better. And I, I think it makes your skin clear up, too, because mine, mine, when I stopped like eating the, the cookies as much, and all the sugar that I usually eat, I don't think my body really knew what to do at first. So I kind of broke out a little bit, but now it's like starting to clear up. And plus I've been taking care of my skin every day too. I was always lazy about washing my face two times a day and moisturizing. And I do that every day without fail now. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to get better at, on my face routine. I've been trying out like this, this facial toner thing from Burt's Bees doesn't really seem to do anything but i'm giving it a shot and i've been moisturizing yeah. a lot more uh consistently I, I think the thing about a lot of like the food and the skincare stuff is consistency because you're not going to get results with that stuff in like the first couple weeks you got to do it for you know a couple months for it to really affect your body for sure for yeah sure. i know you've been doing some like strict workouts um you know, for me, I haven't been working out a whole lot. I've been just dieting mainly, but I I really need to start working out more. And I, I'm going to set out an, like a new plan for working out. I know you got yours, you paid for yours and got it set out in stone, but I need to figure out my own. I know you like, you do like three, three days and then on each day you do different muscle groups. Mm-hmm. So my plan is to do is I'm going to do. I'm going to do full body workouts. I just need to pick the workouts that right. I'm going to do. I also need to buy one of those pull-up bars and dip bars because I loved using yours. Yours was awesome. And yeah. I have that, that little space in my doorway over here. Your doorway is perfect to do a bunch of like different kinds of pull-ups and stuff. I know. Yeah. I got that that pull-up bar for Christmas like when I was like 13 years old and I thought oh I'm going to use this every day and I'm going to get shredded and uh I mean no I didn't I I I never did but like now I use it uh like three yeah I work out three days a week and everything I do is body weight I sometimes use weights like I'll hold dumbbells or something for like for extra weight to for like resistance if I'm doing leg stuff Mm -hmm. or whatever but I'm not like lifting weights um with this which i, I kind of like the body weight i think the body weight really helps you get strong in a different way like For sure. it's it's way different like I, my core i feel a lot more my balance is much better i think i'm much more stable 
and I, I just feel much stronger and more powerful whenever I do things. It's it's cool to see, like, I know we haven't been snowboarding that much this year, but I can tell a big difference in, in my riding from last year compared to this year from just working out. Because last year, I mean, I, I weighed 40 more pounds. I was weak. I worked out for the whole quarantine. And you can really see an big improvement in my riding you know i got a a lot stronger in my core and your core is really important when you're riding a snowboard yes really see the balance improve from the two years yeah i've only been snowboarding once this year though and i'm kind of sad and we just got like kind of snowed in today Uh, we got a bunch of snow but it's all kind of melting right now but um like i just i want to go so bad but like with school and everything and us like always on different schedules with work or whatever we're doing it's hard but i definitely noticed the a difference the first like the only time i went this year with my riding i was wasn't falling nearly as much i was able to toe carve a lot better because i had better balance better core strength and it was it felt really good once we got we're getting the physicality down we're getting a lot stronger but now we got to work on the mental part of it because it 90 percent of snowboarding is just fear yes and scared to fall it's just like skateboarding you're scared to fall but i mean we got toe side down now so we can ride real well once we start getting better at riding you know fast uh can start controlling better we can hit that freestyle terrain park and start yeah. doing stuff like hitting some rails and some boxes some jumps there's some really cool pipes and stuff we can do and we also we also dude you have to go to seven springs seven springs is amazing i yeah it's i've heard amazing. that it, it doesn't even compare to mad river mad river mad river is really cool and it's pretty close but seven springs man it is just a different game how far away was seven springs from where we live i think it was like two hours Oh, that's not like Mad River is about two hours from here. So, yeah, literally, I mean, like drive. yeah, I didn't realize it was that close. I thought it was like an extra couple hours. No, I mean, traffic, it might be. That's true. We, we got up at five o'clock in the morning and left. That'll help. You're so not going to be, you're like just going to be out there with trucks on the interstate. Yeah, we just drove straight there. Yeah, I want to go. And I, a couple people that I work with at the wilds go to Seven Springs too. So that's definitely the place I want to hit next whenever we get to go. They got to go snowboarding with us. Just get a big group. I mean, it'd be awesome. You, me, Garrett, uh, Garrett Knoll. This is Garrett Moore on the Will Ford Show. Garrett Knoll, Jacob Martin, Alec, Aiden, Ethan. I don't, I don't know. know who else. Nobody. Who? I don't know if Aiden has. I don't know if he's been snowboarding yet. I don't think he has, but I I think he said he would go with us, though. Awesome. That group chat that he's in with us, I think, is labeled snowboarding or whatever, and he's in it. Right. Yeah. I, I need to buy more snowboarding gear. I don't have a helmet. I need a face mask because when I was at Seven Springs, like, it was really cold. Mm-hmm. So, like, you need a face mask. Yeah. I have one. I the one I wore uh, when I went before school went back in. I it was the one I wore at the wilds all summer ziplining, and it's 
it's a fabric one so washing it so many times it's kind of worn out and it's pretty thin too but um like me breathing in it all day it got pretty damp on the inside and i i was fed up with it i need a and i bought a couple new ones though so I'm next gonna, time we go i have a couple ones ready to go i'm gonna buy a turtle for jacob has one and they're pretty sweet i also need to buy some new snowboarding clothes because mine are oversized i bought them last year but i'm gonna wait till next season because snowboarding clothes are just so expensive that's true but also if you you might be able to get stuff at the end of this season because they're going to put everything on sale yeah yeah for sure this summer i can definitely get some cool stuff yeah and they'll yeah. they'll put a bunch of last year's models of things like helmets and other gear like way cheaper Plus my, I bought my clothes before I bought my boots and my board, so I can buy some some new clothes that match my board and boots better. Yeah, for sure. Mine's just most of my stuff is just black. Like my <laughs> boots are black. My pants are black. I have a black jacket, but this year I wore a red hoodie with like a navy blue thinner jacket that matches my board. I didn't buy it for that reason. I I just already had it, and I have like. My goggles are like have like a reddish tint to them, but I want polarized ones that are, have a more distinct color on them. I need goggles, and I need to wear them when I'm riding. Jacob has a pair, and he let me borrow them, but I I wasn't riding fast enough to really use the goggles, and it wasn't right. smooth. So, but I mean, I've gotten a lot more comfortable riding, so I can go a lot faster now. So the the goggles will come in handy. Yeah, I, I wore them the day I went because it was really bright outside. Like, I got there at Mad River early in the morning and was there during the daylight hours. And then once it started to get a little darker, I couldn't wear them because I can't see anything. It's too dark. But, mm. but yeah, that was really the first time I had ever worn my goggles riding because all the other times we went before was after school in the afternoon and by that time by the time we get there it's already starting to get a little dark and you don't need them then so it sucks that they're not having college night this year because i know specifically got our classes so that we could leave early and go snowboard all day the the bright side is though is that all of us already have our gear so the price of a ski lift ticket is going to be about the price it would have been if we didn't have any gear and it was college night right so i guess it kind of works out but yeah it sucks though because then it's it's going to be about almost a hundred dollars for anybody like ethan or alec or aiden that don't have gear and need a ski lift ticket too yeah that's gonna suck there's a lot more there's a lot of different places that we can go uh I don't know if you've met Jacob's girlfriend, Maddie, but yeah, different places like Snowshoe and uh, Peak and Peak. I think Peak and Peak's in New York, which honestly, I think it was like four hour drive. But dude, I would drive to New York. Yeah, was, facts. It is awesome. Peak and Peak looks awesome. And then there's a, well, I say Snowshoe, there's Snow Trails, there's Boston Mills. I don't remember which ones are the best. I'm pretty sure Snowshoe's like the top dog. I know one of them has like a Starbucks on the top of the hill. I can't remember where that one is. But Jacob said that one was like insane. Yeah, I I want to go to a bunch of different places. Because when I went to Mad River, 
there was only only the terrain park was open plus the two trails that are kind of chill the ones we usually just hang out on for most of the day when we're there because the two main ones in the middle that are a lot steeper they had like no snow on them a bunch of dead grass everywhere and it was and i wanted to go on those ones too but i just hung out on the side the whole day on those two kind of chill trails well i think i think if i'm not mistaken i saw on their instagram that they have the a better base layer down so i think the the two main areas are filled up with snow now yeah probably when we go they'll be good yeah hopefully hopefully I, i also think i saw this place called wisp i think it was called wisp snow snow resort i think it was in maryland but i'll have to look into it but i believe it was like all year round snow it was on a mountain in Maryland or something. Maybe it was indoors. I can't remember. But you could snowboard there during the summer. So we'll have to look into that. But there's yeah, also we will. A place in New Jersey if we can go there too. I saw. So I was watching a video with Gene Ole. It was a guy vlog, a snowboarder that vlogs, and they went to this place in New Jersey. Yeah. I, you might be talking about the same place. I don't know, but. Um, you only get like two hour slots to go there. You can only be there for two hours and it's all indoor. Yeah. Yeah. His name uh, is Casey Willax. He's a really cool dude. He's yeah. surfs. He's really cool. That place would be sick. And it, I don't think it's that because it, if we were going to go all the way to New Jersey, we'd probably want to stay a handful of days. And they actually have a pretty good package where I think each person for like, I think it's like six days with those two hour slots per day. It's like a hundred and something dollars. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of slopes in there though, but it's yeah. Still- but I mean, it'd still be pretty cool to go up there to an indoor place in the middle of summer. Yeah. We can go whenever we want to. That's the, that's yeah. the really cool thing about it. And th- man, when I was snowboarding um, a few weeks ago, it was my first time riding on my new board and my new bindings. Mm-hmm. And there is an insane difference between the rentals and that board. That board feels so good. Like I was scared that it wasn't going to fit right. And I also, on the rentals, the way the bindings are positioned, they're usually positioned straight with the board, yeah. uh, like perpendicular. They're right. called zero. But we set mine to like 12, each binding. So that's like offset. So I don't know how mm-hmm. to explain it. But you're, you're I know what you mean. Make a V. And oh my gosh, it makes this a huge different difference riding. I think mine, because I, did you put yours on yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I just had the Aspen skiing board place where I bought the board, put them on for me because they, they do it for free. Um, There's no charge to do it. So they put it on for me and let me look behind me. Yeah, mine are, mine are just dead straight at zero. So so maybe I'll need to readjust them and maybe that'll make things a little easier for me to, to ride. But yeah, um, I mean, you could at least try it one, one snowboarding trip. I mean, it's not that big of a difference, but it, it makes a big difference if, if you get what I'm saying. No. Yeah. I, I it's a really, really can't talk. It's a really subtle change, but yeah. It, yeah, it just allows you to like pull the board in a different way. So you can like really get toe cider heel side in so your toes are turned inwards like if you were walking pigeon toed like just make a v with your hands and that's what your your feet are like oh so your feet are going out 
Yeah, that's how I position mine. I'm pretty gotcha. sure. Gotcha. Oh, he does it super weird. I think he offsets him in the same direction. Facing. Oh, that is weird. I think I think that's what he does. It's super strange. But yeah, I do the V one. And it just allows you to like pull left or right so you can go heel or toe a lot easier. That makes a lot of sense. I think I'm gonna, I might need to do that. I don't know how to adjust my bindings. I'll just have to have one yeah, of you guys we help me out with it. But just under the binding or in the binding where you put your foot, there's a you just pull that pad out and then there's screws. You just unscrew them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll need to do that to give it a shot because like I when I went snowboarding a couple weeks ago, it took me a, a while to figure out how to not only like go toe side, but then like not bail out on it, like commit to it and keep going toe side until I had to go back heel side to turn the other direction. So I think adjusting my bindings will help me commit a lot easier and I can be a lot more controlled with it and not feel like I have to switch or anything. Right. For sure. One thing that I also found kind of weird when I was riding, and I didn't, I didn't know it, but like when you ride flat, you can catch a lot easier. Like you're meant to like ride on toe or heel. Right. For majority of the time, I was riding flat, just cruising, and I kept catching the back end of my board, and I'd almost fall. But you know, Garrett told me to stop doing that, <laughs> and then I started riding a lot better. Right. Yeah, I need to. Need to practice a lot more. It just sucks with school because we can't go as often as we want to. It's usually only on the weekends, and right now you have COVID. But typically, uh, you would be working on the weekend or something, or Jacob's working, or I'm doing a game somewhere or whatever. So it's hard to all get all of us together to go. It is, but we'll make it happen. We'll get a couple trips in for sure. And I got the season is in March, right? Yeah, March. But I got every Saturday off, so we can go. Bet, yeah. But uh, I'm, I think I'm good on pretty much every Saturday too. And so. it's gone older, so. Uh, Mad River does have their base down, so we can go there a lot more too. And well, last year it was so warm all the time. Yeah. Which sucked, and we only did we only go twice last year. I did. I, I think I only went twice too. So, and that, that kind of sucks because that was the first year that I had my new board and everything, and I only got to use it twice. I've only used it three times total. So you've went a total of like four times, correct? I I've been snowboarding four times, yeah. Yeah. See, I see when I went snowboarding, I was like, I I tied with Will, but you passed me up again because technically I would have I would have been at three, and you would have been at three. Right. But, now you passed me up. Now you're better than me. <laughs> I I mean, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Literally, like, I, there was one run. It was one of my, it was within the first couple hours that I was there. I was just kind of getting back into the swing of things, and I was falling a lot on one of my runs. It was just a really bad run. And I got on the ski lift the next time, and this, the lady was talking to me or whatever. And she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I am absolutely sucking right now. I just keep, I, I can't stay on my board. And she's like, oh, that happens. I'm like, hey, I guess that's the only way to get better. But right now I'm, I'm not having a very good day. <laughs> but then it I, got it got a lot better though. I don't think there'll ever be a time that I go, I could probably snowboard for eight years and I'll probably be scared the first, the first time I ride on the ski lift every day. Yeah, well, I always I always fall getting off the ski lift, like because I'm not you're not clipped in, you're not 
strapped in or anything. So like I, I don't know. I feel like my last time snowboarding, I got pretty good at it when we went to Seven Springs. The first time, I think I fell, but after that, I did real good. I mean, there was a handful of times where I didn't fall getting off the ski lift, but I mean, more often than not, I was falling and I was just like, ah, it's okay. We'll just shuffle on over here and get strapped in and go. But yeah, I, I, kept, I kept sitting on the far left side and then like Garrett, Jacob and Maddie, and I would always push off at the last, very last second because I didn't want to knock those guys over. Right. I'm like the newbie. I don't want to knock them over. And the ski lift picked my butt up off the ground. <laughs> I fell like, like six feet in the air. I'm not even kidding you. Like I fell all this, and then I almost, then I busted. That's funny. Yeah, I always get scared getting off when there's people around too, and especially like small kids. I don't want to like not be in control and then just like plow right into this kid. Yeah. And they have their their families having a terrible day. So I always. If there's kids in front of me, I try to just fall immediately so that way I can just get out of the way because right. I don't want to accidentally crash into somebody because I, I just hate getting off. I'm not scared of getting off the ski lift. I just can't stay upright or go where I want to go. How big were the ski lifts in Mad River? Were they two two people? Four you people? Can have up, you could have up to three, but I mean, this year, obviously, they're limiting it to just... I think if you're all related like if your family or if you came together you're you can ride three but um if you don't know each other the maximum is two and you have to sit on the opposite ends of the ski lift i'm pretty sure that's how it was at, at uh seven springs too but that main one i think it's i think the ski lift's called like polar polar bear express or something which is kind of cool but i'm pretty sure it holds up to six people which is kind of scary. Like you're just showing, yeah. you know, it's hard. Yeah, I bet. I, most of the time I just rode by myself though, because I was, I was there on my own. There was a couple of times where I rode with, oh, I forget there. One guy's name was Bruce and the other guy, I think his name was Joe. <laughs> um, so I rode with Bruce and Joe on a couple of rides and it was mostly quiet. <laughs> I was just mostly by myself on each ski lift, so I wasn't really a worry getting off. It was just, like, who was in front of me that I had to worry about crashing into. Yeah, I mean, like, one cool thing about Seven Springs was, like, they have different uh, difficult, like, different difficulty of trails, like Black Diamond, Double Black Diamond, Blues, Greens, that mm-hmm. sort of And, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Garrett and them said, like, the hill – the big hill that like we were scared of our first time snowboarding was like hardly technically a blue. Like it wasn't even hardly a blue. Right. So like if, if we ever go to, to, if we ever get to take you to uh, seven Springs, we'll go down that blue that we rode down. It's, it's kind of scary, but it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Well, didn't Gene Ole go down a, a double black diamond at seven Springs and there was like a bunch of trees he had to weave through and stuff. Rotation works. I mean, that's just how them and him and Jacob are. They're beasts. They're pro yeah. <laughs> They are. They are really good. Like, we all start at the same time, but it takes us twice as long to get down the slope. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying in air quotation because we were riding down a green and there was this path that cut through the glades a little bit, and that was their double black diamond. 
Oh, okay. So unless I'm wrong, but that's I'm pretty sure that's what they called their double black diamond. Oh, they... okay. Because Gene Hall said that he went down a double black diamond where he where he was going through a bunch of trees and he's like, Oh, I wasn't even really he's like, I was scared at first, but it wasn't really that hard. I'm mm, like, yeah. shut up, bro. <laughs> he, he was there for like like not even a couple minutes. Like and I was riding watching them. Like it wasn't that bad. I was going faster than them. I don't know what I would do if I, like, because when I, when we went over to the terrain park that one time, I came up on a pipe, and I was like, heck no, there's no way, bro, I'm not doing this. So I bailed out, and I just took a seat and slid, like, I don't know, 10 or 15 feet across the snow, because I was not, because, like, I just wasn't confident in it. I was about to send it, and then I hesitated. I was like, yeah, no, we're not going to do this, because we're going to die. Um, so I, I don't know what I would do if I had trees in my way and I had to try to get around them. Well, like one thing that I kept doing was I was practicing my S's, like just getting down, going from heel to toe or toe to heel. Right. And you could really, I started learning how to do it really quick. So I was like almost in a straight line and I could slow my down myself down in a straight line. And that's what you really need to go through the trees, bob and weave through the trees is quick turns, which is, kind of challenging kind of not i mean once you get the hang of it it's like muscle memory but yeah i mean for like the terrain park i mean i'm not gonna do anything too too crazy the next time we go but i'm definitely gonna hit some boxes and some pipes and rails and like it's gonna be scary but i'm just gonna have to fall i'm just gonna have to the only way that you learn how to do it is just to you just got to do it like i'm just gonna get up there wing it and just hit hard <laughs> as long as you, like i don't hit my face i'll be all right yeah i think we'll be all right i'm excited to do it though i didn't go over that day the day i was at mad river i didn't go over the ter- to the terrain park though just because i wanted to work on my my s's and toe carving a lot more getting used to riding toe side and then just doing some S's going down the hill to just help me ride more controlled. That's what I, really what I wanted to work on that day. I, is the is the bar open at Mad River? I'm going to have to hit the bar there the next time we go. I don't know. I, I don't remember. Grab it was a, a couple weeks ago. Because oh. I, I didn't really go inside. I went inside. Well, so when I first got there, I saw the big line like to buy your ticket or whatever. But I also knew that we could buy them inside too. And so I didn't know really where the end of the line was. And so I was like, okay, I'll just go inside. And I lined up behind these two people. And then I realized that I was just in the complete wrong place. Like that's just not where I was supposed to be. And I stood there for like 15 minutes too. So right. I go back outside and the line's even longer. Um, <laughs> and which was really annoying, but like I only went in there for that. And then I went to the bathroom a couple of times. I didn't really pay attention to what was open and what wasn't. The store was open um so you could buy like all the mad river merchandise and stuff but i would never buy anything from there because that's all mega expensive yeah it's really overpriced but i i don't know what was open and what wasn't because i know they have food and yeah the bar in there but i i have no idea i've never been to the bar i haven't either but i mean the the last time we were there there were people chilling on out on a deck just having a good time that, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention when I was in there. I, I really didn't know what was going on. I didn't really know what the whole setup was going to be like to, with COVID and everything. Yeah, we'll have to see the next time we go up there. Yeah. 
what was seven springs setup like was like with covid was it weird or what no the setup it just felt like a normal day of like snowboarding like the only thing was that there was mask enforcement so like every time right. i would come down the hill pull down my mask to like say something to gary or something they'd be like get your mask up so i mean oh, did was, they actually like say like yell out to you yell at you to put your mask on yeah they, yeah they, there wasn't there wasn't really strict ma- mask enforcement at mad river because there would be people riding down the slopes or like sitting in line for the ski lift with their with their masks off just chilling and, and everybody rode with the groups that they came so like mm-hmm. i mean that one ski lift that we kept riding was like it fit six people so I mean, I saw like one person go up it a couple times, so they must have just been snowboarding by themselves. So most people stayed true and, you know, got on with their group. Yeah. Yeah, they they weren't really enforcing it there, though, because like you get to the front of the line, like there's like three lines right next to each other to get on the ski lift and be standing right next to the person that scans your your ticket before you get on the ski lift. And there's people just sitting there without masks and they're not saying anything to them. Wow. And I, and I pulled down my mask too occasionally, like if I was riding or something, because my mask was wet on the inside, either from me just getting snow on it or like my own breath. But I wasn't around anybody where I had my mask down, so I I tried my best not to do that. Yeah, Seven Springs was cool. They had this, uh, they had a couple different like restaurant shop things. They had a cool cafeteria. I really wanted to try it out, but it was expensive. And they had a couple restaurants, huge lodge, cool bunch of cool like little knickknack shops inside. They had an arcade, a bowling alley, a swimming pool. Oh, there and we're like just exploring, having a good time. We like walk through an arcade, and there's a swimming pool. Jacob's like, "Oh, sweet, I brought my swimming trunks." I was like, "You brought your swimming trunks and you didn't tell me?" Yeah, like that. I feel like that's something you have to share. <laughs> How do you not tell me to bring my swimming trunks? I so would have gotten that pool. Like, come on. And the, the thing, he, he brought them and didn't share that with anybody else. So he would have been the only one to get to go swimming. Yeah, like, what are you doing, man? Like, That's kind of rude. Very rude. He brought this cool tea kettle, and we made, like, tea and instant coffee. Because the, the rooms there didn't even have a coffee pot or a, really? micro- or a microwave. So we had to like boil water in a teapot. It's kind of effed up. Yeah, that's what I'm usually saying. usually every hotel room that's like standard. You have a a coffee pot and a microwave. We had a mini fridge and we had a an air dryer to like blow your hair. Didn't even work. And yeah, and mini mini fridges are also standard too. And I guess the the hair dryers, but yeah, that's that sucks. I had some bomb soap though, some like awesome body wash and hair stuff. Was it in bottles or like was it like bars of soap? They had, uh, I don't know if the, the, they had a bar, but I don't know if it was like hand soap or whatever. But it was like from the body shop. That stuff's high quality. I was like excited, like this is some nice stuff. Are you are you one of those people that takes that stuff home? Well, yeah. <laughs> I I brought my own soap. But I didn't even use it because their stuff was real, really freaking high quality. Yeah, my mom's one of those people that will take home all the uh, the soaps that are in the bathroom, all the mini ones, and use those up. You got to. 
saves you a pretty penny at big the grocery facts. store. Big facts. Major facts. Yeah. So we need to figure out when we're going though. Well, what's today? What's today's date? Today's date is the 31st. First. I'm not out of quarantine. I think I can return to school on February the 8th. But Which you know, would be next is that next Monday? Yeah. Jesus. So what's what strange was that once I got my test results, the lady from the school said that the that the health department would contact me. And the health department never contacted me. They still and haven't? They they haven't even contacted my mom. And she got her test results back a day before mine. Gosh, I mean, that's kind of how it was for, for us. Like when my, cause my mom had it before me and my dad had it before me, but, um, they didn't call us until several, several days after, but I mean, it wasn't, it'll be about what, four days now. You said Thursday, you tested positive. So give them a day, Friday, Saturday, today. So it's about almost three days. Yeah. It was about three or four days for us. Well, it's strange. It's real strange because. I was in quarantine from contact with you back in yeah. back in <laughs> they call me on Halloween and they're like, Hey, you're in quarantine. Like they call me on a holiday and I wouldn't even I didn't even test positive for it. And then I come in here and test positive for it and they don't even contact me. So and that's weird that they called you on Halloween because I had already been off school that whole week and Halloween was on a Friday, wasn't it? Uh, I, I don't even rem- remember at this point. I think it was Saturday. Let me look. Let me go they back on the calendar Saturday. here. Oh, 30- ho- yeah, it was a Saturday. Yeah, they call me on Saturday, Halloween. They're like, hey, you're in quarantine. I'm not even, I'm not even tested. And then I test positive now and they don't even call me. They're just taking their time. So that Saturday actually would have been... I was out of school that whole week, but I got tested positive on like the Wednesday. So three days after, I guess makes sense. Unless they're doing it different. I don't know. But what, but what's so strange about that is uh, when they contacted me back in, in October because of, of contact with you when you had it, they were super strict. Like I had to fill out that form every single day, twice yeah. a day, talking about my symptoms, you know. And what time I recorded it. And it's just weird that I have it and they just, they don't care. But the school, the school has one now. The school, the school has the one that I have to fill out by my symptoms. Everything. Yeah, I, I didn't have, like, I didn't, are you, are you talking about the self-health assessment that we do every day normally? Or is it something completely different? Yeah, no, it's completely different. They have a, they send me an email every day. And I have to fill it out and talk about what symptoms I'm experiencing when I'm, what time I'm taking it, I think. And like, you know, if I'm having trouble with schoolwork or anything like that. Yeah, I never, I didn't have to do anything like that. They would just call me every day, um, sometimes a couple times a day just to check on me. They would have me take my temperature while I was on the phone and they would record it. And I tell them what symptoms I have or whatever. And it's like five minute conversation. And that's it. I, I never had to fill anything out though, so that's I guess that's new this semester. I mean, I kind of, it's it's whatever. I mean, I like it. 
they put like a couple different boxes, you know, like, you know, is there anything that you need academically, you know, stuff like that, which is pretty nice. I wish I had that because only Dr. Sharp was pretty helpful um, during that whole week and like two days that I was off because uh, he would send me the notes from every class and just send me other emails like asking if I needed help with anything and none of the other professors really did that granted I didn't really I didn't really miss a whole lot thankfully but they didn't really help me out either with anything that I could have I did miss an exam but she was just like oh we can take it when you come back I was like okay that's great I wish I could have just taken it online but that's fine because <laughs> um, that would have been a lot easier instead of having to take it after everyone else has taken it and everyone's ahead of me, but big facts, but it's okay. I'm glad they're figuring it out now. Cause last semester was a mess for a lot of people. Yeah, it, it sucks, but we'll get through it. It's whatever. I'm just getting, Oh, I just got an email. Lovely. Um, principles of microeconomics. Cool. Um, I'll look at that later. Stuff? What's that? Is he reminding you to do your stuff? Um, I don't know. Let me see. I'll read it right now, actually, because it might not be class tomorrow. It says something about forecast. So I don't know where Professor Novikowski lives or Dr. Novikowski lives, but. Oh, I keep forgetting that you don't have Arjun. Arjun was my micro, or not my micro, but my Ooh. He just said, oh, so, oh, nice. We're doing class online tomorrow. But I'm That's... probably still, I'm still going to go to, I'll have to go to school still, though, because. If we do class online, I have a class at 10. So by the time it's done, I still I still have to go to school tomorrow, though, which sucks. But well, you got two classes tomorrow. I have I only I have two classes on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, so you got to go there for one and then come straight back home. Pretty much. Yeah. I do. But on Mondays, I have my I have an Orbit Media meeting at four, but I come home in between, though. Even though I, I don't like spending the money on gas, but I don't want to sit there for like four hours doing nothing. I so mind. I do the, uh, I just come home and then go back for the meeting. And then I have a 6.30 to 8 class just on Mondays though. But I'll that, have to go to school for this class tomorrow though, even though it's online because I have a class right after. So, You know what we need to do? We need to get back into Overwatch, man. We, we've been taking too much time off of that facts yes garrett were grinding it for a while and we had gotten pretty good at it because back in the day when overwatch first came out i played at uh, the platinum level and i got back up to gold in all three ranks which i hate i don't know why all three positions are are ranked differently you should just have one overall rank it's ridiculous yeah, I, I think so too. I don't I don't like the uh, the role selection and separate rankings. I think it's pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's whatever. But we've been grinding it. I've been playing a lot of healing because I just feel like me. I, if I'm a healer, I can really try and carry the team. I've been playing Anna, so I can really really carry the team, and I feel like her alt can do a whole lot. And we, plus, it's focus healing too. So. We really got to get back into that. Me and Garrett got really good there for a minute. So we got to do that. I, yeah, I haven't really been playing video games since school went back in a couple weeks ago. Um, I did play a little bit of, I have been playing a little bit of NBA 2K, but that was after 
the first week of school where we really didn't have any homework just because it was it was like all, all junk the first week so i didn't really have anything to do but like this is like usually when school's in like it's where i never i never podcast or i just don't do it as often as i should uh because i always i don't i'm good at prioritizing my time but sometimes i just take longer on stuff than i anticipate and so i just i never get stuff done and so yeah then i never play video games either so it's i need to i think my my schedule seems like it's nicer this semester though where i'll have a lot more time on my hands because like when aside from that monday late class at 6 30 wednesday and friday i'm done at noon so like i have the whole day to come home get whatever homework done i need done and then like i have the evening free so i'm yeah with school it's hard to play it's hard to get time in i usually only play on the weekends and whatever days that i have off of work and I only have two days off of work, so it'll probably just be the weekends mainly, but we can definitely find some time. We, Me and Garrett have also been getting into Rocket League. Oh, you guys I, are back into Rocket League again? Yeah, it, this this has happened like two days ago, and we started grinding it again, and we've been getting actually really good. We're, uh, we're almost diamond three, so we're almost back up to champ again. So hopefully... Hopefully we can stay consistent with it and not stop playing it so we can really get good this time. Yeah, I got up to gold on Rocket League and just playing on my own for a while. And then I I stopped. This was months and months ago. I haven't touched Rocket League in the longest time. So, I mean, yeah, I I don't know. It was kind of easier for us to play because we're playing with each other, so we're having fun. Right. You, You know, there's a big difference in our rank, so we can't really play together and like help you. I mean, we right. can play casual and stuff, but you won't really learn nothing from us just beating up a bunch of gold. No, no. Gino did play with me uh, for like a whole day on Cam's account, just smurfing, and uh, I guess he was helping. But I didn't really like it though because. I mean, he was just doing most of the work and we were just winning games. And so like, I was, I wasn't really learning anything. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to do this because you're just gonna, like, it's, it's not helping me. I, I'm not getting better. I'm just defending the goal while you go after the ball all the time. And that, I don't really, I don't want to want to play like that. So. That that's one of the cool things that I like about Rocket League. I think, I think it's really cool because you can just learn a whole lot from just watching people play. It. Yeah. Kind of any sport. You know, you can just watch people play it and get a lot better because um, there's this pro pro player. His name's Squishy Muffins. He plays for NRG and he he has a YouTube channel. You should watch him, dude. Uh, he makes he makes a bunch of cool different videos. He make he doesn't upload as much as he used to, but you can watch all of his old videos when he played for C9. But he'll he'll play a couple games, doubles or threes or ones, and he'll explain everything he does and why he does it. In yeah. the simplest terms, and you'll just pick up, you know, it's all it's all situational. You you'll figure it all out. You got to play a lot more passive than you think. It's it's a lot of fun, and you could put so much time, like just throw on some Spotify and just play free play and just hit the ball around, hit it off the walls, see what kind of different stuff that you know you can do, different ball mechanics. Once you learn how the ball acts, because the ball has a really weird physics. 
so once you learn the physics of the ball itself, I mean, I think you, I think you'll figure it all out and get a lot better. That's what I was doing when I was on my quest for gold. Was I would just play a lot of free play, just hitting the ball around, trying to the uh, the flip resets off the off the ceiling and do ceiling shots and stuff. And obviously that doesn't help me. But in trying to do those moves, it actually helped me figure out some of the more simpler stuff. And like like you said, like how the ball reacts and everything. So that kind of helped me out. But I just haven't played in such a long time. So I kind of have to uh, relearn a lot of that stuff. And I just don't have the time right now to really dedicate to that. Yeah, that's what we're doing too. And it's tough because like in, back when we were champion, we were – we were able to, you know, air dribble. We were really good at – Garrett got really good at ceiling shots, air dribbling. We both got good at air dribbling. And we both got pretty good at, just, you know, normal dribbling, which is really difficult. And we pretty much lost that out, and we're all trying to get it back now. So you really – that's that's the cool thing, and, the, you know, it's kind of a, a gift and a curse. If you play it consistently, you can get really good. But once you take a break, it's gone. <laughs> yeah facts i just wish i mean i we got i got two semesters left and what you have three semesters left including this one that we're in right now mm, no i have this semester fall and spring and i'm done so three. that's what i mean yeah so like three semesters this one the oh, fall yeah. and then the spring again my bad yeah, that's no, right. yeah no you're good um like i'm done christmas next year and if I don't have a a job like lined up right away, like obviously I'll still work and do some smaller stuff. But if I don't have like a quote unquote career like ready, I'm just going to kind of take some time and just chill. Like if I had a lot more time on my hands, I would probably stream gaming and play games a lot. And maybe it is a waste of my time. I would do a lot more podcasts too. Like I would, I don't know, just have some fun and relax i got the whole rest of my life to work and make money so yeah i mean that, this is a cool this is something cool we could talk about we can so yeah i'm you know coming out of college i feel like i, I don't know 100 what i want to do and i'm in a class called an animal studies senior seminar which is what my my major is i'm animal studies major and i'll be learning you know different career choices that i can you know different career paths that i can make and I'm going to be doing some work with ODNR so, you know, I could see what I like, see what I don't like, get some experience. I know you like, I know you love working at the wilds, which I would love to do that. And just, just really chill and figure out what I want to do and just have some fun while I'm so young. Cause I, I still want to snowboard. I ain't going to be able to snowboard forever. Right. So, you know, I, you know, even if I don't make a whole lot of money coming straight out of college, if I can just chill, have a good time, figure out what I want to do. You know, maybe I don't even want to do anything with animals. Who knows? Like, I don't know. You might get out there the first day on the job and hate it. It's just not as easy for me. I know, like, some people go to college, they want to be a teacher, or they want to be an accountant, or they want to be a lawyer, or they want to be a nurse. Like, that's clean cut path straight to your job. I don't know what the heck I want to do. Well, I, so, it's really funny you brought that up, because when I went into college, it was all like media and radio and like that's what i wanted to do and so i went to like i visited akron and uh and muskingum those were the only two i visited but 
Muskingum is just much smaller and I feel way more valued there and having that radio station there like was really the big selling point for me but like over the three years that I've been there I've just done so much kind of burnt myself out and right. so it's almost kind of driven me away uh from pursuing a career in radio and like I'm doing a lot of broadcasting with storied rivals for like live streams on youtube and stuff which i actually enjoy a lot more than the radio side of things because i think it's just way more relaxed and kind of chill i guess because like with radio if i'm broadcasting a game i've got to describe every single detail uh, as best i can for the listener to see what i'm talking about so they can follow the game but with a stream i mean people can already watch it they're, they're already seeing everything, so I can just be a little bit more loose with it. And I think it's way more fun that way because then you can have more conversations with whoever you're partnered with. So, like, if I was going to, if I'm still going to pursue a career in broadcasting, I would probably go towards maybe more of the TV side of things. I still do like radio shows and stuff, but I would, I think I'm maybe more of a TV broadcaster now with sports stuff at least, but. Media as a whole, though, I feel I'm kind of burnt out right now. I mean, this, that, we can figure out. It's not going to come soon. It's just going to take some time. Yeah. Just mess around in some different areas, see what you like. I mean, if, just do what you want. Just do what you love, man. That's all it comes down to it. That's what uh, Gary V says all the time. He's like, from age 22 to 30 is like your time to just do whatever you want and take a lot of risks and if nothing works out by age 30 like you're still so young and you can still do whatever you want yeah that's what's so cool i love gary v and everything he says he's got some some cool stuff but you know one thing that i really like he's he's, he's all about happiness and that's like like that's always been my goal like that's like my main target in life is just being happy figuring out what i want to do you know, whatever brings me the most amount of joy. And that's, that's just exactly what I chase. It's hard, too, because, like, with us college kids, a lot of it, ha like, a lot of the decisions we make have to do with money because we've got to pay tuition and all that kind of stuff. Some of us live on our own. And, I mean, you and I live with our families. So we don't have, like, room and board to pay or anything like that or... Right. We don't have to really buy our own groceries all that often or anything like that. But I mean, we're still paying, you know, tuition every year and that's hard. And I, I haven't had to pay that much so far right now. I won't have any debt. If, if college ended today, I wouldn't have any debt, but in a year from now, if I drop everything, I'm going to have debt. So it's just kind of that balance of like, what do you do? You know what I, I mean? About it. I would, I, I wouldn't worry about it because I mean, like, there's people out here with like hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt, hundred thousand dollars in debt. Right. Cool. I mean, we go to Muskingum, which is a real nice school. You know, you're not gonna be in that much debt, even if you had like fifty thousand dollars in debt or somewhere around there. It's not even that bad. I mean, that's like, like a nice car. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think I'm gonna have that much because I, I've been able to pay everything out of pocket so far. I haven't taken out any loans or anything, but. Like over the last handful of semesters, my like the price I have to pay out of pocket has been increasing every year. So mm -hmm. like 
this semester I had to pay $3,600 like out of my bank account to pay for tuition. And I don't know if that's going to, you know, double or triple like come next year. So like, even, even if it's not $50,000 and it's like, you know, five or $10,000, like that's still something to worry about. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely since I've been on here talking to you, I've had a lot of fun, by the way. You know, I think there's some different cool stuff. Like I've had all these ideas, but I can't think of them off the top of the head. But like we can do some different cool stuff with with the podcast. You talked about streaming, which would be awesome. I think after college, you know, we don't have it all figured out, but I would like to move into a house together. That would be sweet. Yes. You know. You know, whoever comes, you know, me, you, Garrett, Ethan, whoever, I think that'd be sweet. And we just figure it all out. And, you know, I think if we both, you know, if you do streaming, like say you start a Twitch stream and you start playing some different some different video games, you know, that, that could take off on its own. Your podcast could take off on its own. We can do these cool different segments. You know, I really like to cook. I think cooking's cool. I'm not very good at it but I really, really want to get good at it. Who doesn't like a good cook? It's popular on TikTok. People, I, I watch cooking videos all the time on TikTok. So oh, you can do cool TikTok videos. There's people, I watch people cook on Twitch and you got a podcast. So, you, I mean, the vi- does the video part of this podcast go up on YouTube? Uh, I try to, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like you can do the, the voice part, you know, on soundcloud or whatever spotify both of them and then we can upload the video um to youtube we can twitch stream it as we're doing it we could do you know we could do workouts you could work out on the twitch stream you just have good yeah or like weird make people. tiktoks with your workouts you do tiktok tiktok's where it's at man tiktok it is, is it's exploded the last couple years i think there's another one called like truly or something but truly would be dope so we could do like a cook show. We could do like gaming. Obviously, that'll be pretty easy. And you know, just kick back and play some different games. Yeah. Uh, different workout. Uh, you know, maybe when we go snowboarding, I, I'm not gonna do it with my camera phone, but maybe we could like invest in you know in a few few years or something. We could invest in like a GoPro or something and just yes. throw up some vlogs on snowboarding. I I posted that one video on Instagram of me snowboarding and I was just going I, I had my glove off I stuffed it in my pocket and I just went slower down the slope though because I didn't want to like eat it and uh have my phone in my hand and like destroy my phone or whatever and I made it actually all the way down and I actually did go not like super fast but like fast given the given that i was holding a phone at different points and i made it all the way down without falling once and i was stoked yeah i was holding my phone recording it and i put it up on my story and my friend roast me he's like making fun of me for going so slow i was like all right pal you hold your thousand dollars <laughs> no board facts you know what are you talking about dude like i'm i'm not trying to go guns a blazing yeah. And, like, and destroy my phone. Probably can't even ride a snowboard. Exactly. Get Riding a snowboard's hard enough. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's some different cool stuff we can do. 
And like, yeah, like, and so like the sports podcast, I, I just, that's basically all it's been is just sports. But I feel like that kind of limits me because yeah. I love so much other stuff too. And I could talk about sports every single day, but I, I think that's just kind of a, it's a smaller niche. Like if I just talk about a bunch, like with what we're talking about tonight with just a bunch of these random topics, just kind of all jumbled together. Like I just, there's so many more audiences that I, like I can hit. I think there's some different cool stuff we can do. I really, I really, really want to start watching uh, UFC and I really want to start watching hockey. So like, I don't know, maybe sometime in the near future, I can start watching more hockey and stuff when we can, we can talk about some of that stuff. Yes. Uh, but we could definitely figure out some different topics. I mean, I came completely unprepared to this today. So I, I mean, same here. I didn't really have anything. We're just kind of spitballing. We're kind of just having fun, but we could figure out some different topics for sure. And get some different cool stuff going. You know, I think the, I, I like the cooking show so much. I think I want to do that so bad. The cooking show would be sweet. It would be. And I've also, like, been not, like, wrestling with the idea. I want to do it, but I just don't do it. I, I want to start a vlog because vlogs are so simple. Like, you could be doing the most boring stuff throughout your day, and people will watch it. You know this, what I mean? This is your first vlog. I, I got your idea right here. Day in the life of William Philip Ford. Boom. Wow. This is your first video, okay? This is what you do. All right? You're going to have to wake up before you start recording, obviously. So wake up in the morning, you know, do your hair and stuff. Look pretty, all right? Set up your camera on like a tripod, all right? And then, you know, record yourself waking up, you know? So it looks cool. Flip open the covers, you know? It's a bright, beautiful day. <laughs> And start going off. You don't really have to say too much. You don't even have to say anything. You know those, you know those vlogs where they had just, they just like time lapse it with like cool music. Like just yeah, you could do something like that, um, or you can talk over it. You know what it's like to go to school in a day. That like that like uh, what what it's like to go to a day of school in college. That's a general vlog. You know that can reach a lot of different people then you can have like daily vlogs you know like what you do every single day but like those are just video ideas right you know, the difference there i think that'd be sweet yeah well i i have a little tripod that's like a handheld one i have a actual like legit camera on it right now but i can put my phone on it which would be much easier and like or i could just i don't even need a tripod for my phone i could just hold my phone and walk like, and just talk yeah. about what I'm doing or, you, you know. You know those things where, like, professional vloggers, like, they have those, like, uh, those. They're, like, yeah. are you talking about, like, mini TVs almost they kind of look like? Uh, no, I'm talking about, like, the, the mount thing. It's got, like, three handles. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. Can you see me? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's what I was holding up. It's got, like, the three legs on it. Oh. But then it also more to the other side so i can see it yeah 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 but like and it also collapses so like i don't even know how to collapse it i haven't touched this thing in like four months but you can collapse it and you can just hold it as it's actually the camera's about to fall off of it actually but like i can collapse all these legs and then just hold it like a stick kind of like a selfie stick but like a short one and i'm just holding my phone on it and i can just walk around 
Yeah, I like that. That's what they use to reduce camera shake. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. We get a we can get a selfie stick and we can attach a GoPro to it and snowboard with it. Casey Willax does it, but he's been snowboarding for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, we've been snowboarding <laughs> five times. <laughs> we can fix less out. than that. Can't be that hard. I mean, like Riding my snow- luck. If I ha- if I'm holding a selfie stick, I'm gonna crush that thing. So I mean, I f- also feel like we're learning from Garrett and Jacob, who's who's ex- more experienced than us, but they're not the most experienced. You know, it's not all shoulders, and I feel like when they were teaching me maybe it was just how i interpreted it it was like all shoulders like every time you turned it was all shoulders but that's not the case it is all it is all like in your feet yeah and like what i was doing to help myself was i would i would use my shoulders to kind of get myself started moving in that direction uh and then i would also like turn my head too, like to look back up the slope and that would actually really help yeah. But then, like, but then from there, it's all feet. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think like the shoulder thing, you know, like opening up shoulder and doing that. I think that's just like to get the hang of it. You know, once you get the hang of it, it's really you can really do anything with just moving your feet and keeping your weight, you know, in front of or back. You know, lean forward or backward, and you can really just do anything like that. Yeah, I. I think the thing for me is I just need to be more deliberate. Like I hesitate too much or like I'll start to commit and then I like back off. So like I just, just need to be more deliberate in my movements because that's going to make it a lot easier for me. Right. Yeah. I tried to do an ollie when we were up on the hill. You know, uh, you know, the different butters, right? Where you just like spin or you can like press on one side. Right. I did a butter and I actually surprised myself. <laughs> I didn't expect it. It's kind of difficult, but I did one. I don't know how the heck I've, I did. I've never done one. I'm gonna have to try though. But I did one butter, and I tried to do an ollie because I got cocky. I did a butter, and I was like, "Oh, dude, I can just do an ollie." Ollie's like that. <laughs> so I did an ollie, and I fell. But I mean, you can practice. You can practice doing ollies and butters, you know, in your house. Just strap up your boots, and you can do butters and ollies in your house once like once we're all out of school we can go like whenever we want pretty much but uh, we just got to get through school first though man facts and like i i don't know what your take on this is but like i just feel like in most cases like college degrees are overrated in my opinion definitely uh it I depends felt- on what you're getting into, though. Like, if you're going to be, like, a doctor or a nurse, like, obviously you need to go to school and get that piece of paper. But right. if you're just, like, doing business or some other, like, like one of your typical, like, nine-to-five jobs or whatever, like, I feel like a lot of companies don't really need a piece of paper for them to employ you. Yeah, I, I agree. I kind of went to college just because I... I felt like it was the thing to do. Like everyone went to college to get a good job, but that doesn't seem to be the case. I kind of wish I just would have went to trade school or just went and worked somewhere and just built my way up, you know, climb the ranks, which I'm probably going to have to do either way. The college degree degree will just kind of help me do it a little bit easier and faster. Right. But yeah, I mean, 
even though even even if you know there's definitely majors that you know can argue that it's not overrated you know like it's important for you know nurses to do it or chemists to do it stuff like that it's important to have education but like you know you don't have to have a business degree to understand business it's not that freaking difficult (laughs) i think it just depends on the job because some jobs like you absolutely need the education but like most you really don't and like everybody's everybody that goes to college is getting all this debt and stuff that they can't pay back in their lifetime all for a piece of paper that in most cases means mostly nothing yeah i mean i guess this is a conversation we can have better once we graduate and enter the workforce that's true that might that might be like a, a next year topic or two years you know, I don't know what it's going to be like for me when I get out of college. You know, most of the jobs with animals or nature or plants or stuff that I would like to do with animal studies or, you know, environmental science, stuff like that, super highly competitive stuff. And, you know, I'm not a 4.0 GPA student by any means. I don't have a bunch of awards to show off. You know, I'm not that kind of student, but I'm not a bad student either. I'm probably like B average. You know, so I don't know, you know, I'm nervous to see, you know, if I'm, if I'm not going to be able to get a job because I don't know. I I don't think employers really care about the, the grades necessarily. I think it's more or less, did you pass? Because I don't even know if they can really access your grade because your diploma, your diploma is a diploma. I mean, you got it, then you're good, but I don't think they can. Like, I don't think an employer is going to look and say, oh, you you got a C plus in this one class here. We're not going to hire you. You know what I mean? You're right, though. I think it, it's more of a it'd be a question we'd have to ask. People you know, who are out of college or ask ourselves, you know, two years down the line, you know, say like say like we graduate college and we don't even use our degrees. You know, like, I wouldn't even totally be that upset. Like, I feel like going to college, I've learned so much. Like, you know, I kind of, I kind of don't even mind it. Like, it's kind of okay. Like, I feel like a better, well-rounded person coming out. Like, that's kind of cliche. Like, that's what the whole purpose is. No, yeah. We feel a lot smarter than I did coming out of high school. I 100% feel the same way. Like, yeah, like a lot smarter. Like, yeah. And plus, we interact on campus with like so many people, even if it's like just in the classes we go to. But like, we meet so many people, and I think it makes our social skills a lot better too. When I came, when I first came to college, you know, I've all I'm still a super introverted person. Like, I would rather not talk to anybody and go about my own day. Same. <laughs> then like you just don't matter to me like i'm sorry this is how i am like if, if if you're not if you're not one of my top five friends like i don't even know you like i'm sorry that's just how i am but i try to not be like that and i definitely feel like college has definitely helped me like i'm still socially introverted so i haven't met a whole lot of people on campus and like become super close friends with them but you know i've definitely definitely become more social with people if, even if i don't become super close with them you know like talking to professors and whatnot talking yeah it's in group projects and whatnot you know mm-hmm. gone 
better at it. You can have a lot better conversations, you know, like the group works that we do have. Uh, you know, I definitely think we can have better arguments, you know, we have better educated conversations. You can really just, just having a conversation with somebody who hasn't went to college, you can really tell the difference. It's just weird. Yeah, I'm I'm the exact same way as you. I if I went the whole day without, you know, talking to anybody besides people that I'm close to, like I would be a okay. I'd be, I'd be fine because like more often than not, I don't go out of my own way to just talk to somebody. Yeah, uh, I just kind of just chill off in the corner of the room and watch everybody else do the talking i'm not really i don't like being the center of attention ever which is weird for me to say because like i'm on radio and tv and stuff and broadcasting but i don't i don't like to be in the spotlight at all yeah i don't like to be the spotlight either small talk i struggle so much with small talk it's so hard but i can't i can't be just sitting next to somebody on a bench at school and strike up a conversation with somebody yeah it's just i don't know it's just strange for me i don't know i mean like the conversation we're having like right now like we're having a pretty lengthy cool deep conversations you know it's a lot easier than me than just you know talking about like how is your day how's the weather you know like that kind of crap what's your favorite music no one really cares what your favorite color is i'm sorry (laughs) that's true mine's purple by the way Mine's blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I don't know. I get that's, and that's like my problem with like, like, I don't put myself out there. Neither, both me and you, we we don't really put ourselves out there. So like, I'm not really in the dating game. I haven't really been in the dating game since like my junior year of high school. So. I guess we're going to talk relationships, but I don't really have anything to offer to anybody that's listening to this. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, the way I look at it is, is I'm not stressing about it. And if people want to stress about it for me, they can stress about it. I mean, I don't understand why they worry so much. I, I feel like people like just, you know, ask me why I don't date and stuff like that. Like, I don't, I don't know, Karen, like, let me just do me. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, if I find a person that I like, I'm going to make the effort to talk to him and figure him out, you know? And if it don't work, I mean, it wasn't, you know, no big deal. I'm going to go on and go grab a cup of coffee and go on about my day. Yeah. I'm not worried about it either. Like, I'm I'm chilling. I feel like that's a, a problem for a lot of people is that, it's like a social status. Like if they don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, they're like a lesser of a human being. Like you got to work on yourself. Like, I don't know. Like, like, you know, I said earlier, like one of my top goals was to be, you know, my top priorities to be as happy as possible. Yeah. I feel like I'm constantly working on myself every day, you know, and you know, I go to work and I, I talk to my coworkers and I, you know, sometimes they tell me like my strengths and my weaknesses, you know, stuff that they don't like about me and stuff they like about me. And I always try to work on that. You know, yeah. sometimes guys, sometimes, but I'm always striving to be better. And I feel like that's what you got to really work for. I think sometimes people, 
like they always feel like they like they just need to be in a relationship to feel validated or to feel good about themselves or to feel like they have you know made it in the world like like you said the social status kind of thing but like i think it's totally fine to want a relationship like i you can want anything in the world and not whatever you know whatever makes you happy go pursue it but I, I don't think anybody like you don't need a relationship like if you just work on yourself and you become comfortable with being your own comfort like your own company i mean life gets really good like i saw this TikTok the other day a few weeks ago and it stuck out to me i favorited it and this dude was talking about relationships and he said, you know, most people, when they, they try to find a person, it's like two jigsaw puzzles or two pieces of a puzzle. And they're supposed to like, you know, click together, you know, in harmony. Mm-hmm. And that's why everyone has this idea, you know, we come together and make something great. But I don't know. That's not the way that I see it. I see like two great people come together and work on each other. Because we both know, <laughs> you know, n- this is just saying no. They ain't just saying no love story. This ain't no Disney film. You know what I mean? Exactly. We we gotta constantly work on ourselves, and we're always gonna keep hitting these rough patches, and you're just gonna have to keep going through them. So I mean, like, you know, there's no like perfect person. No, no, I I agree with you, and and like you you mentioned like people working on like when you get in a relationship, you kind of like help each other work on yourselves i I don't know if i worded that correctly but like saying that i i don't like the relationships though where people try to change others into people that like into the people they want them to be instead of just kind of accepting them for who they are and just helping them you know be better versions of themselves because i've i was in a relationship like that where you I, i get i try to be changed into something that i don't really want to be and it makes you feel like you're not good enough that's a difficult conversation to have you know you know if if you know me like i i I feel like i'm a uh i'm always myself like i do me like i don't live by like any you know social standard like i don't i don't know i just do me i wear the clothes that i want to wear i do the stuff that i want to do i listen to this stuff that i want to do listen to the music that I want to listen to, you know what I mean? Like, I do me, and I feel like a lot of people don't have that. And I feel like you got to have that. I don't know. That's, to some to some extent, you got to be yourself. And the people that can't be themselves, man, they just have to be living in pain. And, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, the, the puzzle pieces, you know, how, like, some people can come together in harmony or they think that's how it should be at least, you know, but I think they should come together and work and build each other up. And I think that's important, but you know, you know, it's not always, it's not always their fault. You know, sometimes they have a bad relationship with their parents. You know, I had a bad childhood. I've learned a lot recently, you know, how parenthood or, you know, your mom or your dad really affects your relationships. You know, it's crazy. It's insane. Like, oh my God. It's crazy how much it affects your dating. Like, not, you know, I have great mom and dad, so I don't know. I don't, I haven't talked to a psychologist, so I don't know what the heck, you know, mine would be like. But, you know, some of the people that I've talked to, it's just crazy how much 
you know, their mom or their dad affected them as a child, and you could see it plain as day. Yeah, but like Gary V talks about it all the time. Like, like some kids when they become adults, they kind of resent their parents because they they always like you know paid for everything for them up in like through adulthood like even as you know 24 25 year olds their parents are still paying for everything or they've been like overcoddled to think that they're better than everybody else and there's nothing wrong with there's nothing flawed with them and stuff like that and so and I, I grew up with really great parents but they have they haven't done any of that stuff like to me they've always just let me become my own individual and they have you know they they slowly let go of those reins further and further and let me become my own person so that way when i go out into the real world after college like i can take care of myself and not have to rely on anyone else to to help me out um whether it's financially or or whatever yeah, and I, I think that's where we got so lucky with our parents because a lot of people don't have that. I mean, they just like the encouragement that my parents give me to just to to do whatever I want to do is just insane. And my dad gave me a piece of advice on my graduation party from high school and like everybody at graduation parties, they have those little books, right, where you sign like people who come to the party, they sign their name and they'll like leave a little message for you or whatever. Right. And my dad wrote something in there for me and it, I might get the wording slightly wrong, but he said, focus on becoming a man of value instead of becoming a man of success. So like, just try not to focus on the money, try not to focus on the high status, the fame, anything that you think success is just focus on bringing value to yourself and like to the people around you. Do you have a pen and pencil right now? Do you mean pen and paper? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. So, <laughs> no, no, so I get you. Hold on to my train of thought. Write this down. The next podcast we're going to have, we got to talk about what do you define as success? Cause everyone has a different definition of success. You know, I like my definition. I think society has defined success in kind of a backwards way, though. I mean, we'll talk about that when we when we get to it in another podcast. But I think generally speaking, society has defined it in a backwards kind of way. We can talk about. Yeah, because I mean, like what I I mean, the way I define success compared to what society defines as success is completely different. I mean, it is generational, too, you know, like what my mom thought success was compared to what the society thinks success is now compared to what I think success is, you know, it's like, that'll, that'll just be a cool topic to talk about. Yeah. Leadership. You know, I, I try to be a good leader. You know, I, I try to be a super empathetic person. I yes. feel like an empathetic person. Some people might not agree with me, but you know, I'm a super brutally honest, blunt person, and I'll just tell you how it is if if that's how I feel. Uh, and some people think that that's unempathetic, but you know that's just not sympathetic. Like I'm not sympathizing for you. I'm gonna tell you how it is straight up. And some people don't like that and they can't handle it. But I mean, I don't know. That's just how I am. I feel like brutal honesty is what some people need. 
Oh, oh, a million percent. Because, I mean, like, you can be sympathetic and put yourself in somebody's shoes and really understand the situation they're in, you know, and try to help them get through, you know, a, you know like a breakup or, or a, a person in their life or their mom or their dad or some situation. But, man, if you're sympathetic, you're kind of just, like, easing them out of it. You know, if you're being brutally honest, they might cry a little harder, but they figure it out. Yeah, no, like that's how I am. I feel like I am a very understanding person. I'm very good at being able to put myself in someone else's shoes. And I try to be brutally honest with some people, not like rude about it, but oh, I, I try to be. I, I need to maybe work on that a little bit more because sometimes I maybe just maybe sometimes I am a little bit too sympathetic to different situations. Now, see the difference between us. Is that I'm I'm just a smart ass and I can't I can't not be. So like if you know me, that's just how I am. Yeah. I'm always been like that and I'm never not gonna be like that. So when I become brutally honest, sometimes it comes out as being rude and like I'm per- per- purposely trying to tear you down. And I, I genuinely am not trying to be that. And sometimes when I do it, I feel terrible. I feel terrible because I, I say it and I don't realize it. And then I see the repercussions. They get upset and I'm like, oh, God, I messed up. So I, I'm, I've done it a couple of times here recently. And I felt really bad. I just did it today. <laughs> I just I got to get better at, at thinking about what I'm going to say before I say it, because sometimes it just comes out a little bit too rude. Yeah, I mean, I think it just all depends on like your intentions too. Like you, you never have bad intentions with it. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes, you know, the people that I'm telling this to, they they're so close to me, they should know that I'm right. Bad intentions, but sometimes, you know, sometimes you're you're having a conversation about one of their insecurities, and that it just doesn't matter. Like they still get upset, and I gotta, I just gotta get better at that. I I think, but. It's like we said that like some people needed to be really honest and not like not deliberately rude, but you need to you need yeah, to be like you hold firm on it. Yeah, like like you can't just ease ease it in all the time. You gotta lay down the line, like just put it out there. Like this is lay, how I, lay it on thick, quit, like peanut butter on a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Let's quit walking around. I think. Something that I need to work on is just putting myself out there more, whether it's relationships or just socially in, in general, because I and I'm I'm comfortable with who I am and I'm happy with who I am. But I feel like life could also get better at the same time if I am slightly more social and I kind of you know bust out of my little turtle shell sometimes. Right. It just depends, because like if like around you and Gino and like everyone that we're close to i'm not in a shell or anything like that but when it comes to people that i'm maybe i know but i'm just far less familiar with and we're not like super close i just kind of keep things very toned down i guess yeah i definitely agree i want to i definitely want to be more social and it's super difficult you know i want to start posting more i like you know, I like to be funny and post funny stuff. And I want to post, like, you know, I don't post much on Instagram, but I really just want to post whatever I want. And, you know, 
the last time I posted something, you know, I thought forever about the Instagram caption I was going to post or like the, the best angle. I got to quit doing that, man. Cause you just got to let her rip. Like, I just got to, you know, I was saying earlier, I like to be me. I just got to be me. Like, I don't know why I'm trying so hard, like to make this cool e-portfolio on my Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not applying for a dang job, you know, just like have some fun with it and just put some stuff up there. I just got to do that. Yeah. Same here. The small talk again, like if you want to be my friend, you got to open up to me. Like I'm not the small talk. Like it's going to take us for days. It's going to be forever before you become my friend or we become close. Like just, if we're going to become friends, we got to open up to each other straight off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. These games. I think for me, though, like someone's got to and it could be like the smallest thing, but I think someone's got to open up to me first before I do it. I I don't think it really matters who it is, Uh, like guy, girl. I don't think it really matters just because I'm never going to offer up like deeper personal information about me, like just off the cuff. Like I, I never do that unless I unless someone's already done it with me and some, it could be the smallest little thing in the world that really doesn't mean that much, but right. like, I'm just never the first person to say anything. Like I just even going up and saying hello to somebody, it's just not something I, that I do. Yeah. I would much rather just sit back and watch other people do it. Opening up and have like cool, deep conversations is, is always fun. And when you really get to like know somebody, you know, and they talk about themselves I think that's where you really become like uh, you you really form like a a friendship or like a relationship with that person, like some sort of connection. And, you know, I kind of agree with you. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not hiding anything like super crazy that I'm super insecure about. You know what I mean? No, neither am I. But like for me to have a conversation with somebody on that level, you know, I'm not going to hold your hand and walk you through my story. Like you got to help, help me talk about it. Like you got to like ask the correct questions and, and guide me through my own story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, like, what do you want to know? Like, I, cause I don't know what to tell you. You gotta, you gotta tell me what you want to know and I'll do my best to answer it. You know what I'm, I might as well print off my resume and hand it to you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I definitely think, you know, you got to have the capacity to have the conversation first off. And I think that's, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Some people don't like to do that. That's whatever. I love to have it. You know, I've had some people just open up to me straight off the bat, like out of the blue. And we become the closest friends possible. And I've opened up to them. I regret it. You know, I've told them some stuff that I think they've told other people, just creating drama, but whatever. Yeah, that's the that's the one thing about it, too, is like I don't not that and I don't have anything super, you know, super deep or personal to share with anybody that's like game changing. But right. But if I open up to you or whatever and you just start, you know, spouting off to other people, then like, you know, I trusted you with that information. I I opened up to you because I thought I trusted you. And then if you're just going to go spouting that off to everybody else, then I'm just going to get all reclusive again. And I'm not going to say anything. I agree. So then you're back to square one, but this time it's going to be even harder. One thing that I struggle with too is I'm, I'm not very forgiving. I'm very, 
uh, I hold a grudge. Like, once you cross me, like, I don't know. Like, I hold a grudge against you in some sort of way, always, until, like, you, like, fix it somehow. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that's bad. But that's just how I am. Like, I've always just, you know, if you cross me, like, you do something that really upsets me. Like, I just, I always hold something against you. Like, I don't know. I mean, Alex done some pretty terrible things to me. And I, somehow I'm still, I don't know how, but I guess I never really held a grudge over any of it. But, yeah, I, I don't think I really hold grudges against anybody. But I I don't know. I can't really think of any super specific instances i mean i can think of some with alec but no one else really where like i've just you know completely distanced myself from them after the fact because i because of some situation for sure and you know i kind of feel like like logic saying this you know how like logic had like that video a few years ago where he says he doesn't mess with anybody Mm -hmm. i really I don't know I feel like that as well like I just don't mess with anybody there's a lot of people that just don't have the same mindset as me and I don't I just you know if I don't if I don't see you in day to day like I'm not gonna talk to you right I am like if you don't have the same mindset as me and you don't enjoy the same things that I enjoy like I'm just not the type of person to just I don't know be your friend for no reason like I, that sounds terrible to say but that's just how i am like you gotta have like some it's, common interest it's not personal like if like I, it's not personal like if i'm not hitting you up and asking you to hang out it's just like i'm just doing me over here i don't really go out of my way to uh like unless it's eugene old jacob alec or whatever like i don't go out of my way to make plans with anybody i like i would be totally fine getting up going to school or going to work coming home and, and doing my own thing whether i'm playing playstation or i'm podcasting or whatever like i just do my own thing like i don't need i don't need other people's company to function whereas a lot of people need it like they need to go party or they just constantly need to be around people you know i talked to you Alec and Garrett the most out of our friend group. Same. I feel like that's just because we all have similar mindsets, but I think me and you have the most similar mindset. Yes. And I didn't realize that until last semester when we took that philosophy class together and we started talking and having, uh, we went to Circle K and got coffee. You know, I didn't really, I didn't know we were so similar until last semester. And yeah, because we would talk like every every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, going to get coffee after that class. Yeah, we we have like like a a lot of the same mindset, like a lot. We agree on a lot of different things. Well, and we were like both kind of going through similar like relationship type things. Like we weren't in relationships, but like we were in these like territories of like potential relationships or or thoughts of relationships, but we couldn't really figure out a way to like go about pursuing them. You know what I mean? Right. And that for me, that's like super hard. Like, I just don't know how to pursue relationships or whatever. Like to me, it's very awkward to just go up to somebody and say hi, or to like to send a DM to somebody on Instagram or whatever. 
because I feel like that immediately reveals my intentions, I guess. And to me, that's awkward, even though that's what it's supposed to be. So like, I don't, but to me, I can't get my, I can't wrap my head around that and yeah, forget no, about I, it. I agree because sometimes, you know, if, if you're not around the person a lot, like if you're around the person a lot, you can tell if they are attracted to you because they can, you know, slightly flirt with you. They can give you the eye, you know, they can f- mess with their hair or whatever, and you can just figure it out. It's pretty easy. Right. But if you DM somebody or go and talk to them in person, you know, everything after that, you know, that confrontation is going to be awkward if they say no, because, you know, what are you doing continuing talking to them are you, you know are you still pursuing them or are you just trying to be their friend after they said no you know it's just weird and and like are they somebody that even if you baby don't interact with them every day like you're not around them every day but like maybe you see them in passing or you have a class together or something like that like like then it's then it's really weird you know what i mean yeah and i mean like, because then you look at each other and you both know that interaction has happened and the outcome of it and now it's just totally and completely weird yeah and i think i think like one like stereotypical thing is like every dude like falls into like a friend a friend zone and i think like that just needs to be like removed completely i don't think there's any such thing i mean like everybody like you know you look at different people in different relationships or you talk to your mom and dad and they like marry their best friends like come on like yeah exactly you can't just have romantic dates all the time like you gotta hang out have some fun if you're not having fun what are you doing like you're gonna marry your best friend like come on like exactly you're not dating if you're not dating to marry you're just he's out here playing around ain't no wrong attention there ain't nothing wrong with playing around but i mean come on now friends like uh, friend zone shouldn't be a thing like that's that's who you marry exactly I feel like that's where they like because there's there's some people that I'm around where we have great friendships and it's easy like I I don't have to try but there are situations that I've taught and I'm not going to name drop or anything but um, because those people might know who they are but like in those situations there there are situations that I can't really pursue because there's uh, there's they're dating somebody else or or something like that you know what i mean For but like sure. there's definitely but there's definitely like the connection there it's like it's really easy it's it takes no effort at all you can just be the best of friends having a good time and it doesn't matter for sure and i you know i really that this is definitely to the point of the conversation where I just want to be more socially active and just have more friends. <laughs> it's just like being an introvert is like <laughs> there's a lot of perks, but then like when you want to, like you can want to be more or extroverted all you want, but when it comes to actually doing it, it like you just can't, it's just hard. You just can't do it. Exactly. And there's, like there's some like I'll have some stretches where like I'll be really introverted and I can go up and talk to people, but like that's only for like maybe a, a couple days span and then like 
it's back to months and months and months of you know same friend group and which is nothing wrong with having the same small friend group but I'm, i could just kind of being my own reclusive self you know what i mean for sure for sure i mean i'm not stressing about it but i would love to do more you know i like you know i, I don't know i just i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know either man i'm not worried so, about it, but i think it'd be cool you know i want to go i want to have a friend you know, and just go out and have drinks, you know, get coffee or go to the movies or something, just have some freaking fun. Right. You know, also, you know, like, you know, let's say you got like three different uh, girls in your life and your friend, you're friends with all three of them, but all three of them are potentials. You know what I mean? But you're all three friends, not in like a group friendship, you know. You're no, just, but you're friends with them individually. Yeah, like. What is wrong with just going out on dates with friends? Like, I don't understand. Like, I asked my one friend to go out on a date with me. I was like, let's go to a movie, like, go to the mall and stuff and have some fun. She was like, I'm not dating you. We're friends. I'm like, I'm not trying to date you. I'm just trying to have some fun. Like, why can't Like, I want to go hang out. What what in the world? Like, let's just, what is all this crap? Like, come on now. I wish, like, that would be removed. Like, just, why can't, you know, two straight people go have some fun and it not be weird like it's not just go have fun stop the bullcrap and but i i do understand the you know if you have a boyfriend and you're hanging out with another dude i i do understand the optics of that but i think in a lot of i think that it just some cases though like there's nothing like me you and mara are such close friends like there is no like I, I know it wouldn't be within their, their, you know, relationship, but like, you know, some other people, you know, like that wouldn't be okay. Like me, you and Mara could definitely go to like Bob Evans and go hang out and have a, a fun time without Joey being there. Yeah. And that would be, not, well, well, she's like my sister. Exactly. You know, I, you know, but some people don't understand that. I don't, I don't know why, but like, just they gotta stop doing that. Like we're adults now. We're not 17, 16. And there are some people, though, like some dudes who are like best friends. I just hit my desk really hard. But there are some guys that are friends with girls. And like, let's just say that that girl breaks up with her boyfriend. They would like slide, try to slide in right away. And I'm sure there are situations like that where maybe there is a lot of like no trust and and stuff. And I get it. But. I feel like a lot of times, like it's really just innocent friendship. For sure, it's got to be normalized, though. I think it's for real, it, it just it has to be. Like I don't know. All right, Garrett. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. And I know we have tons of other stuff that we want to talk about, but we don't want to make this like a three, four hour, five hour podcast. We're like around two hours right now, which I think is really great. I appreciate you coming on, man, and talking with me. It's definitely nice to talk about something other than sports for like an hour or two. So I really appreciate it, dog. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, Thanks for having me on. I had a great time, and I can't wait to be back on. This was awesome. Uh, Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at The Will Ford Show. Rate and review the show on iTunes. Like and comment on SoundCloud. You can also subscribe on SoundCloud as well. Also, check out garrett on instagram you can follow him at garrett r more check out his instagram give him a follow 
and I'll see you in the next episode. This is WFS, The Will Ford Show. Oh, my God. Being on the podcast, now I want to be on it again. Told you it's not that bad, isn't it? Told you. At first, at first, I was coming.